smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello listeners welcome to the latest episode of why not mint money i am your host jash kriplani now when it comes to investments the earlier you start the better with the financial year just beginning you can do a few things to make sure your investments are right where you want them for your future goals in today's episode of why not mint money i'm joined by amol joshi who's the founder of plan rupee investment services to talk to us on things to keep in mind when reviewing our investments at the beginning of the financial year welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started with your money journey hi amol welcome to the latest episode of why not mint money we wanted to connect with you to essentially get your thoughts on the fact that you know this is just beginning of the new financial year and investors might be at a good position right now to review their investment portfolio so we wanted to ask you how investors can go about doing this and why this is actually a good time to do this exercise yes jash so this is very important uh, point in time uh, in terms of investors portfolio you are absolutely right when you say this could be the right time to reevaluate or uh, you know look at your portfolio uh, there are a couple of reasons for this uh, uh, people are usually finished with their last years uh, investments atc and what not people are also those who have ppf as their investment they are also wondering about you know depositing ppf early in the early part of the month and most of the times this is also for especially the salaried people this is also the time for salary increments bonus uh, performance appraisal etc etc uh, so yes this is the right time number 1 number 2 how to go about it i think we will discuss some more steps or more nuances of this going forward but most uh, prime thing that you can do most important thing that you can do as an investor is looking at your asset allocation fixing your asset allocation i will quickly give an example if we were talking in 2021 after covid crash that 2021 year or 2000 uh, you know 31st march 2022 if i can take that time frame uh, that year saw an extremely uh, powerful equity rally so if your equity allocation probably was 60 40 16 equities and 14 other asset classes including debt because of the equity rally it could have gone probably higher to let's say 70 75 so you are supposed to realign that i will also take last year's example equity returns were largely flat so your equity allocation probably has fallen so you should also look at it to fix it on the upside depending on how your portfolio has moved but yes this is the good time to look at your overall portfolio and one of the ways to do is is fixing your asset allocation right right also is this now also a good time to you know just we are just at the beginning of the new financial year so right away start your tax planning right away start your tax investment decisions you know rather than waiting till the end of the next financial year if that's not what you follow already right if uh, so i couldn't have said it any better jash this is absolutely a wonderful piece of advice uh, early part of the year or beginning of the year is probably the best time to start your to start looking at completing your atc investments and overall your uh, get a grip get a handle on your investments the simple reason is see, you would think that if you are an PP, if you are a ppf investor i think i mentioned it in my previous part of the answer right. that typically we have been told that if you deposit your money in ppf for the entire year before 5th of april then you will get the return for entire year see right. this is true for ppf 
this is equally there are other factors also if you are a mutual fund investor let's say and you have a 10 to 10000 12500 rupees of equity tax saver or elss sip sip gets you benefit of averaging across the market cycles during ups right. and downs that's right. just one aspect and second aspect is about having to draw lump sum 1 lakh 1.5 lakh in the last quarter so why do you want to do that instead of taking the entire burden of 1 1 and 1/2 lakh rupees in one single month why not do it at 10 12 15000 rupees a month and peacefully do it over the course of the year benefit from the market ups and downs and market averaging rupee cost averaging as well right right that makes lot of sense and amul for the benefit of our listeners can you just you know quickly summarize what are some of these atc investment options out there that investors can opt for see there are number of atc investment options atc for those who are you know uh, not familiar atc is one of the income tax section under which you can claim deduction from your income for an amount up to 1.5 lakh rupees per annum so that's what atc is there are several investment avenues or financial products that qualify for atc deduction Right. Let's start first and foremost your PPF if you have a public provident fund con- uh, contribution then PPF right. gets counted under that your life insurance premium it could be term plan or it could be any other insurance plan that you have premium for which you are paying that right. also gets counted under ATC in mutual funds you have ELSS equity linked savings scheme some of the retire uh, and retirement schemes these also fall under uh, the atc one of the important point that many people especially at the middle age would have is home loan prepayment or home loan emi now right. as you know every emi home loan emi has two components yeah. principal component and interest component so principal right. component also gets counted under atc right. last but not the least there are multi several others but one of the more that i would like to touch upon is again if you are a salaried uh, uh, employee then you will have a provident fund deduction sure right. from your salary that right. provident fund also gets counted under uh atc and nps2 right 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 thanks thanks for that rundown amol uh, next question i had amol you know like you mentioned earlier that some of the salaried people would be getting their you know hikes uh, annual hikes or for that matter appraisal bonuses for that matter True. right so how True. do they go about these additional surplus that they are going to get how do they you know smartly allocate it for their investments or maybe to bring down some of their liability right so let's take uh, let's take a mathematical but simple uh, example suppose your contribution towards investment is 30% right okay right. so if your salary is 100 30 rupees is your investment component if your salary goes 110 that means you get a 10% increment in your salary in your uh, you know take home right. then your investment should also typically increase by 10% so your 30 rupees we will become 33 so uh, so now most of the times when uh, we talk to investors especially the new ones uh, yeah. uh, people think that boss if i increase my investments how can i increase or enhance my lifestyle uh, you know my expenses are also going up you are absolutely right but please understand that entire see your salary became 110 from 100 so your right. increment is 10 rupees or 10% whichever way you, you look at it right. but out of that 10 rupees only 3 rupees you are increasing your sips right. or your you know investments are going up from 30 to 33 right. that right. being the 10% of 30 so remaining 7 rupees or remaining 7% of your hike can right. still go towards your inflation related expenses or your lifestyle enhancement so sure. that is the simplest way of doing this 
having said that if you get a grade promotion or or due to change of job there is significant increase then of course see uh, we all want to enhance our lifestyle in one way or another but that lifestyle enhanced lifestyle would demand enhanced corpus during our sunset years ultimately sure. depending on what stage you are at so your investments also should keep pace steady you know uh, typically i also many times advocate this is of course a general sort of an advice uh, yeah. i recommend that either you calculate it yourself or take help of a professional but right. most common uh, uh, um, allocation that you can do is one third one third one third okay. one third will be your household expenses sure. one third would be your emi if you are servicing a housing loan right. and one third housing loan rent you know depending on your situation right. and right. meaning one third should be in your investments sure sure that's a nice way of you know putting it in a matrix amul the other question i had was again it's kind of a follow up to the previous question you are getting say a bonus a lump sum amount now you use that to pay off your home loan especially in this scenario where interest rates are high and maybe a trade off between the additional sip investment you can make and home loan liability that you can probably you know bring down with an the help of an additional lump sum bonus right so how does an investor make that trade off because again you know just to add one more point sorry because you know home loan also like we talked earlier comes with lot of tax benefits sure sure Okay, all right. So in previous answer, I think I mentioned about your salary going up. So we were speaking about yeah. the monthly component. Right. Now let's talk about the annual component. For most people, bonus is typically an annual so, event or annual phenomenon. Sure, okay. Sure. So um, um, the slight uh, repetition of one third, but I advise on the similar lines. See, most okay. of the times people plan their, uh, you know, children's tuition fees right. or. Uh, Uh, let's say annual trip that comes out of the bonus so definitely right. one component one third of the component go can go towards your annualized expenses or annual expenses sorry right. annual expense something like children's tuition fees or your annual trips etc one right. third can go into any debt prepayment housing loan included and remaining one third can also go to the investment component this is the uh, rule of thumb or this is more of a general uh, sort of an advice now answering your specific question about housing loan see two years back my advice would have been completely different because home loan rates were probably at their decadal lows something right. like 680 710 and now right. those very same 680 rates have climbed up to 885 to some right. of the places i have 925 940 also right, right as you rightly said anything closer to 9% is very high uh, sort of a home loan uh, rate of interest in that right. case if your home loan is running at a high rate in that case i would suggest you can prepay to the extent mm-hmm. possible from sure. your annual bonus but sure. if your loan if your bonus, uh, loan is not burdensome or interest right. rate is not burdensome because i imagine people would be listening to this podcast months or years down the line as well yeah. when the interest rate could be different Absolutely. if that is the case then go with the one third formula one third for your annual expenses one third for your uh, uh, you know uh, right. uh, loan pre payment component and one third towards your investments right so essentially it depends from person to person how their individual situation is and then basically they take a call absolutely see just it depends because there are people i let me again take an example of a tuition fee related so yeah. there are certain investors uh, for whom uh, uh, we manage their portfolio those sure. investors come forthright and they say boss i want to start sip of let's say 5000 or 10000 sure. that over a year i will be able to accumulate a 1 1 and 1/2 lakh rupees of kind of corpus which i will use for my 
you know tuition fee for Absolutely. my child next year so it depends from person to person if you have right. planned it planned for any annual expenses then nothing like it but so, if you are not then your bonus can come in handy fulfilling right. those goals right right and uh, amul one more thing if you can give some more say directions in this regard you know in the beginning we said that uh, like you pointed out that rebalancing is something they can do with their investment portfolio if it is if equity has gone up or come down they can maybe reset it to their original allocation what are the other things they can do as the, this new financial year goes forward any other things that they should keep in mind so in the initial part we mentioned that asset allocation is just one part right. there are one or two four angles via which you can do your rebalancing of the portfolio let's touch upon two angles number one other than asset allocation of course that's first second one is change in risk appetite suppose you turned 50 suppose you turned 55 and then suddenly you think that you know uh, right. i'm i'm think very very close to my retirement and i can no longer uh, uh, whether you can uh, risk wise uh, afford it or not but i can no longer afford it uh in terms of i do not want to take the additional volatility of equity so because of that also if you want to change your allocation from 80 20 suppose if you right. think 80 is higher then you can tame it down bring it down to 60 40 where from 55 when you reach 57 58 which is you know couple of years away from retirement you can bring down that 60 40 to let's say 50 50 or 40 60 40 equity and 60 to uh the debt component so change in risk appetite is one you can assess there are uh, you know as i mentioned earlier you can assess your risk on your own there are several tools available if not you can go to a, a, a professional and uh, measure the change in risk appetite or risk profile that you have sure. that's number one and number two any uh, any event right. uh, so uh, uh, during last point i mentioned that if you are closer to retirement what if if you are a very very you know young sort of an investor yeah, right. uh, if you just turn 30 then probably you have responsibility of family probably right. you are wanting to buy an asset something like home or your home loan right. has started just 3 months back right. then your complete financial makeover for right. your salary and expenses is due now you have to make a provision for your emis till 3 right. months 6 months back, you had no such emis right sure, sure. or somebody's child goes from a 10th or 12th typical um, uh, higher education to a graduation or a post graduation where expenses you know kind of jump so right. change in uh, uh, life goals or right. change in risk right are two more reasons in addition right. to asset allocation which will probably make it necessary for you to relook at your portfolio right. and right. fix it in the way that it helps you over next one year next three years right. next five years right right absolutely that's a great point because any life changing events would mean new goals new targets so you have to kind of relook yes that's everything right thanks amol and i'm sure this particular conversation that we had would help lot of listeners you know plan their investments and you know as this is just the beginning of a new financial year i think this is a good time to have this conversation thank you again thank you listeners for joining us today if you liked this episode and would like to hear to more such interesting conversations do log into our channel why not mint money on spotify where you'd always find me omnipresent Also if you have any new ideas or suggestions you can dm me on twitter my twitter handle is @jashkriplani that is j a s h k r i p l a n i you can always reach out to us over the email our email id is mintmoney@livemint.com
This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.